Welcome to episode 19. Welcome back to the podcast, Hot Mess to Great Success. A little bit of private inspiration to organize pieces of your personal and professional life. Now here's your host, Dr. Jennifer Gardella. Okay, so today we have three very exciting topics. This is Dr. Jennifer Gardella, podcast host of Hot Mess to Great Success. Thank you for so much for joining us. We're going to talk today about being strong but with soft edges, a critical piece of how I am organizing thoughts in my life, getting rid of bitch syndrome and instead stepping right into the power that I know that I have. I'm also going to go through an outreach plan that I've started in my business so that you can start to see the patterns of work and maybe organize yourself around those patterns rather than around tasky kind of situations for yourself in your business. And I'm also going to talk about QuickBooks. As you know, I really don't like talking with, about money or dealing with money. And so if you have this same fear, phobia, or um, distaste, for managing your money, I highly recommend you stick around because I've had some great success in managing my own anxiety and success in the process of managing money, which is so important. So let's get started. So the first thing I want to talk to you about is this idea of strong, being strong with soft edges. I, in the past, have been called a bitch by many people. I'm very honest about it because I'm a very strong person in my beliefs, but I don't, and I come off way, way too hard to people. I don't really ever think about, or I should say haven't in the past, about how I deliver a message because quite frankly, I haven't cared. Now that's gotten me into some trouble. First of all, I absolutely should care a little bit, bit more, but I'm just saying overall, it's been a problem. And recently, and the way that I came to this theory of strong with soft edges, is a very interesting idea. A woman who works for me actually put me in touch with this woman, Angela. She calls herself the queen of possible. I believe she floats in her business between Australia and Paris. We've never connected, so my writer wanted us to connect, but it just hasn't worked out. But I did some research on her, and I'll link to her website in the show notes, but she has this idea of strong with soft edges. Uh, and it went, as soon as I heard that phrase, I said, that's what I want to be, strong but with soft edges. So, because it perfectly for me defines the ideal version of what I want to be. So again, I've shared with you that I've often come off as a bitch. Um, I'm far too blunt. I'm far too direct. And it's turned some people off and I know that it's a problem. See, I know my values and my standards and I don't let them bottle up inside of me or else I explode. Now, I have to remember my audience and that's where strong with soft edges comes in. I have a very, very simplistic example. The other day I was driving one of our kids and they hopped in the car and got on, the got on their cell phone. I can tell you in our world, this to me is one of those things that drives me crazy. First of all, I do believe that as parents, we have not controlled the cell phone situation well, and our kids are becoming a generation that just likes to stare at their phone rather than engage. If I am picking you up from somewhere and making an effort and taking time out of my day, then the least you can do is make sure that you're chatting with me as we drive home. So the child got in the car and immediately got on the cell phone. And I first sat there and stewed and I wanted to explode. But you know what I said? I said to this child, again, 
masking the details so you don't know who it is, but I said, hey, I think it's pretty rude when people sit in the car on their cell phone, especially since I, you know, I'm the one that's driving you. Could you please put it down even if you don't want to talk? Now, she, this person did not have the choice. The cell phone had to go down. I'm the parent in this situation. But I really was able to practice this idea of soft edges. One thing I did notice, though, is that my softer edges really do blur with the idea of weak boundaries. And that is not what I'm talking about. My strength and my soft edges need to both firmly sit in the commitment to my integrity. If I had let our child sit on the cell phone in my car, that's not me sitting in integrity. That's not what I want our kids to think is the right thing to do. So instead, I softened my approach so that I didn't come off like a bitch and jam my integrity down the child's throat, but I made it clear what the expectation was and how we sit in integrity in our family. Woof. Okay, so I am practicing being strong but with soft edges, which are not weak boundaries. Big, big, big change for me. So the next thing I want to talk to you about is something I've implemented in my business. I have a few really crazy goals this year. And one is to help get small business owners um, off the ground with digital marketing by guesting in different uh, internet places, meaning I want to be uh, a podcast guest or I want to be a guest blogger or be interviewed some, and have that written somewhere out on the, on the internet. Uh, it helps with SEO, so it's always a good idea to have other slight sites linking to yours. Um, I also want to have more speaking engagements. Uh, I need to find a book agent, and I would love to reach out to individuals and have them write me recommendations. In each of these goals, some of them are related to one another, but in each of these goals, I found a common thread. See, what would happen is I'd sit down to work on podcast guesting, and then I would sit down to work on something else, like client work. And then later on in the day, I might sit down and email some book agents. And what I realized was that when I was sitting down to work on podcast guesting, asking hosts to interview me, the process that I was using was actually really similar to emailing people for more speaking engagements or for book agents. And instead of shutting down one system and reopening a similar system later on, I kind of organized and streamlined it into one process. Now, you guys know me. I have one Google Doc for this process. I have one Google Doc for the tracking. They're linked to each other. Um, and as I move through, I'm actually developing a detailed standard operating procedure, a procedure for my business so that it's not reinventing the wheel for me every single time. Now what I do is I block out time on my calendar for outreach. When am I gonna sit down and reach out to individuals or podcast hosts? When am I gonna reach out to individuals for speaking engagements, book agents, guest blogging, each of these pieces it goes into this outreach plan. Now, originally, I was also doing sales. So I do reach out to some individuals on a regular basis to try to drum up sales for my business. It's a great thing for any small business owner to do. Sales did not fit in this model, though. Uh, and so that process wasn't similar. So I moved it back uh, into its own uh, time block on my schedule. But the Google Calendar 
blocking it off on my Google Calendar and then having it linked to some sort of spreadsheet and linked to that policy and procedure has really helped me. On the Google Spreadsheet, I have tabs for each of the areas and then I also have general emails that I can tailor when I send something out. Now, it's really, really easy to do it this way because like I said, you're following a process, you're in the flow. And also having all of this in one place helps me eliminate squirrel syndrome. And I even caught myself in this just today where I was bopping around the internet and found this really cool podcast and thought, wow, I'd love to be a guest on this podcast. I should reach out. Rather than do the whole process at that moment, I know that that outreach needs to be done during my outreach time. So I was able to open up the spreadsheet, put the information in very quickly, and then close the spreadsheet, and I will take the time to reach out to that podcast guest at another time during, my, um, during the time on my calendar when I'm doing this type of outreach. Now, it might not work for you, but it will at least give you the um, thought to maybe look for processes in your business that are similar, even if they're not identical, and kind of group them so that you can, rather than, like I said, opening and closing pod um, schedules and SOPs and all of that, you can start to get into a better flow. So I hope that helps you a little bit. Okay, QuickBooks. <laughs> so, so many people know that I have struggled to maintain some sort of financial responsibility in my life. I've been very blessed and money has come into my business, come into my life from different sources. And it has become apparent to me that the, one of the reasons why I'm not growing is because I somehow block money. I'm not as responsible as I should be with it, and therefore it doesn't flow in as much as I'd like it to. I shared a couple episodes ago about the work of Ken Honda and his Arigato method of always thanking money when it's coming in, when it's going out, when you're managing it, and that is something that I have tried to do religiously several times a day. It probably should be done several hundred times a day to get the habit clear in my head. But for right now, the first big step for me is organizing the finances of my business. The hope is then to be able to turn this over to delegate it to someone else that actually enjoys doing it. I've ignored it. I've never really had a good system. I've paid for QuickBooks and not used it, which I know is ridiculous. But if I'm going to be more successful, it has to be managed. Now, what I've decided to do is be incredibly responsible and... I will start to manage all of the files, the financial files for my business inside of QuickBooks. This is all incredibly stressful for me. Um, and for me, I'd rather visit the dentist every single day than deal with my QuickBooks account. What I had to wind up doing was deleting an old account because I had made such a mess and it was so inconsistently managed. So then I actually paid them to set up a few things for me and I am taking all of their webinars over the next five weeks uh, and dedicating time every single week on Friday mornings to make sure that I am checking in with my QuickBooks and doing all of the little tasks. So I want to say that if I can do this, I can assure you that anything that you struggle with, whatever it is you ignore, you can start to take steps in managing 
it for yourself. Uh, Jen Sincero, in her book, in her Badass series, likens my financial um, situation to the stink on the porch outside or under the porch. Like no one likes to deal with everything in their life. There are many things in this world that we want to all ignore. Maybe you don't want to get that funky looking piece of your roof looked at because you know it's going to be an expensive repair. But you know what? You could actually be causing bigger problems and it's better to handle it. I know that as I grow my business, for me, a very detailed and accurate set of accounting books is going to be critical. And that has to start with me. So this episode, I talked about being strong with soft edges. And I cannot tell you how much that one little line has helped me. I've also shared with you the plan that I use to reach out to a lot of different types of individuals and companies in my business, even though I'm not reaching out to them for all the same reasons. I've standardized procedures and it's going really, really well. And then when there's something like my finances that you want to ignore, I highly recommend you bite the bullet like I have and start to manage it in some way. Okay, well, that's all I got for you today. Please check your show notes at Hot Mess to Great Success. Uh, it's been my pleasure and my greatest honor that you choose to spend any of your time with me listening to my thoughts and ramblings on the world. And I also hope that in some way you start to get your act together as I'm starting to get mine. Looking to hearing of your great successes in life, my name is Dr. Jennifer Gardella, and I'll see you on the next episode.